Welcome to the Arte Podcast. My name is Richard Triggs, and today's guest is Paul Pasali, Mayor of the City of Ipswich, Queensland, Australia. It's wonderful to have you along here today, and I hope you enjoy this conversation with Paul Pasali. I've got to be honest and say I don't spend much time at all in the company of politicians, so when I went to meet with him, I wasn't sure what to expect. However, I would have to say Paul blew me away in terms of his energy and enthusiasm and sincerity for the critical role he's playing as Mayor of the City of Ipswich. And this is a fascinating conversation, and I think at the end you'll agree with me that this is a man who has tremendous integrity and is somebody who really is delivering outstanding value to his constituents. But before I introduce Paul to you, let me firstly tell you a little bit about myself for those who are new to the Arate podcast. I'm Richard Triggs, and I'm the managing partner of Arate Executive and we recruit CEOs, senior leaders, and non-executive directors for our clients throughout Australia. If you have any vacancies in your team that we can assist with, I'd love the opportunity to have a chat to you about how we can help. Let me get on now and introduce to you Mayor Paul Pasali. Paul Pasali is celebrating over 25 years in local government, first being elected to council in March 1991 and appointed deputy mayor in April 2000. He has subsequently been elected four terms as the mayor of the city of Ipswich and in the last two elections averaged approximately 85% of the primary vote, which I'm sure you will agree with me is an amazing achievement. Under his leadership, Ipswich is the fastest growing region in Queensland and has recently been nominated one of the top seven intelligent communities in the world. Sit back and enjoy this conversation with Mayor Paul Pasali. So Paul, welcome to the RHA podcast. It's fantastic to have you along. You're a uh, my first guest who's a mayor, and so uh, I'm feeling uh, excited about this conversation. Perhaps just to begin with, if you could have a quick chat about your current professional responsibilities. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for letting me be on the show. It, um, um, as you know, I'm mayor of Ipswich. Um, uh, I've changed the role of a mayor, I could say. When I first became mayor, um, I really didn't know what a mayor did, but mm-hmm. uh, I knew a little bit about leadership, and um, I knew that um, to be a good mayor is about being a good leader, and mm-hmm. it, it means about um, it's not about the title, it's not about a position. It, it was a responsibility, mm-hmm. and so I've um, worked very hard to make sure I've um, united the community and bring the community forward. And as you know, that Ipswich, you know, got in the top seven intelligent communities. Mm-hmm. Um, we're punching above our weight now. Our young kids are coming home. There's a lot more respect for the city, mm-hmm. and. Um, Look, I just enjoy every day is a different day for me and um, I say that my role is whatever the day brings. Mm-hmm. I'm certainly very interested in having to talk to you about all of these initiatives yeah, yep, you've been yep. driving uh, because uh, it seems to me that you're very much at the forefront of uh, taking uh, the city of Ipswich and just cities in general 
down a pathway to being far more competitive globally through knowledge yeah. and those um, information and those kind of things. You're obviously very passionate about that. I am. I think it's something I've got right from uh, my early days. Um, Mum and dad were migrants from Sicily. Mm-hmm. Um, I was born here, but all through my life, my dad has always pushed how important education was. I was mm-hmm. the first one out of five to okay. to, to get a, a degree and Dad was so happy. I think I only did it for him. Right. And um, and I wish he was alive to see that all his efforts paid off, that mm-hmm. I, I became the mayor of Ipswich where um, he um, was worked in the works department here digging ditches okay. and, um, right. to give me an education. So I've already appreciated that. Mm-hmm. So I've tried to pass on those values that Dad taught me, to, you know, to, to my job. Mm-hmm. Two things he taught me, he said, everything you do in life is you do it because you want to do it, not because you want to be thanked mm-hmm. and you'll never be disappointed. Mm-hmm. And uh, when people have to ask you why you do something, they'll never understand the answer. So Right. At the end of the day, you, you just do what's in your heart, in your soul, and mm-hmm. um, that's probably the best leadership skills I can give anybody. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. Uh, so uh, what originally brought your parents uh, to Ipswich then? Oh, well, it's, it's really funny. Um, when they first landed, they, um, as you know, the migrants um, uh, sort of doing the jobs Australians didn't want to do and mm-hmm. um, they came here after the war. Dad was um, uh, from Sicily. He, he migrated over here. Mum followed a year later. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother was born over in Italy and, um, you know, what he, what he – Hardest thing was to overcome the the language barriers. I think back then, you know, everybody that landed was a wog, a mm-hmm. migrant, mm-hmm. so he, he would have had a tough life to start off with. Mm-hmm. Was uh, there a big Italian community here? In no, not really. I, mum and Dad made the uh, you know the, the decision they explained to me that um, there was areas with pockets of Italians, but they decided to to go on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, I was born um, in Brisbane, but. Mm-hmm. Before, they came to Ipswich um, before my first birthday. Right. So I've been here all my life. I've okay. celebrated every birthday here. Uh-huh. Um, they had a little farm at a, down at Raceview, mm-hmm. uh, Riverview, and um, from then on Dad just kept working and working. Um, I always come up with the, the philosophy because he loved concreting. I said they came, they saw, they concreted. Right. You know, so. Um, Very and, uh, strong Italian tradition. Yeah, it is. It is like uh, cane farming uh, up north, concreting it, down here. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, uh, concrete, Dad said, if you can't plant veggies there, or um, use the land for something. You just right. concrete and put a little boy, um, you know, with a, a little statue. Is a, a little statue, <laughs> uh, you know, the, uh, the traditional Italian. But oh, look, my mum and dad, they just just so generous. Dad was out every weekend helping people. Mum, they called her mum a cup of coffee. You know, she'd always bring people into the right to the into the house and and make people feel welcome. They're very okay. generous people. Very did your generous. father have political aspirations himself? No, he would probably um, no. He didn't have any political aspirations and if he was probably alive he would have stopped me from going down this right. path because okay. um, he, he doesn't believe in, in um, positions. He thinks that everybody should just be doing the right thing for Australia. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. should show that responsibility. So I, I've really made that change because of him mm-hmm. and some of the areas that I get involved in is making sure that people get a good education. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of emphasis of education, intelligent communities and empowering people. Uh, you know, the thing about education is the only currency in the world. You know, we look at the Australian dollar, it goes up and down and all mm. other currencies, but education is, is a currency that keeps going up mm-hmm. and you can use it in any city in the world. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's a key for, for uh, Absolutely. And did you mention earlier you were the first of five children? Yeah, no, my brother was first. He was born in, in Italy. Right. And I was born um, here, the first. Right. And then we had um, uh, another boy and two girls after that. So, right. Yeah. But first to go to university. I was first to finish right. university. Oh, oh first to finish. And I right. think I'm still the only one that 
I think my brother finished in grade 11 and uh, uh-huh. I went on to grade 12 and okay. and it did industrial chemistry. Oh, yeah. Industrial yeah. chemistry at university? No, yeah, I did at right. QUT. Um, okay. I worked for the government chemical laboratories for 17 years. Right. Which what did, was it that it attracted you to that profession? Uh, mate, nothing. Okay. Nothing. And I, I'm, it was just... Was, the 17 of the worst years of my life because there was no people around. I'm a people person. Right. So stuck in a laboratory testing things was boring. So I set up many organisations yeah. while I was doing it. But I, I, I got a scholarship. Okay. So I just did it to keep Dad happy. And, okay. and oh, I loved it. It was good. And yeah. um, But, uh, you know, testing bread and drugs and post-mortems, it gets monotonous after a while. Sure. So I set up unemployment training programs. Okay. And they're still going today. And, right. And um, I gave um, people... a an opportunity through um, enterprise. I had a, a knack of creating um, you know, things like tucker box where you know, young unemployed people could set up their own work environment, okay. um, boat hire kiosks and, uh-huh. you know, a whole range of things that I went around Australia teaching people in the end. But So almost like the beginnings of the microfinancing type. Yeah, it's easier to go from a job to another job than yeah. from being unemployed. The, the sure. key thing of these enterprises was not the profit but to give people dignity through mm-hmm. work. And you were doing that within the context of who you were working for or this was no, out, I just, outside? No, I just set up my own organisation called okay. um, UPI. It was um, in the old days of CYWS, the oh, yes. Commonwealth Youth Support Scheme, and yeah. then that went to Skillshare. Mm-hmm. I was on the board there for 22 years and then I became the CEO. Right. Um, and then we got investigated because we made too much money and um, – it, when they after they investigated me, they um, then used me as a pilot or go around Australia because okay. they realised what I was doing, and um, and I just couldn't understand it. You know, governments give all these um, programs to and grants to people. Mm-hmm. They don't pay sales tax. They don't pay income tax. They get a government grant, mm-hmm. and they couldn't make a profit. Mm-hmm. So I showed them how they could use those skills. Mm-hmm to generate profit and have more things and become self-sufficient. So, you know, I think if I can give any advice to community organisations, have the people to teach the skills but have some entrepreneurs in there to keep the viability of your organisation going. Absolutely. I do a lot of uh, recruiting for board roles with not-for-profits. I do that on a pro bono basis. It's my way of making a social contribution. And particularly what we're seeing now is these boards uh, trying to attract far more entrepreneurial, commercial, strategic people. Well, because it, you know it's so critical for their well, success. Well, what I've done that I'm doing that the same philosophy in the sure. city. I've got Ipswich City Properties, Ipswich City Development. I've set up mm-hmm. a number of boards. Mm-hmm. I'm running the city like a business, mm-hmm. and I've got 185 shareholders out there, the mm-hmm. community, mm-hmm. and they're the ones that are going to benefit. Mm-hmm. If, if we're going to be fair to come about a city, you've got to run it like a business, and you've got to make sure you spend. The ratepayers money wisely. Mm-hmm. At the moment, we collect about 114 million from the ratepayer, but we spend about 428 million. Mm-hmm. So, not a bad return for investment. Sure, absolutely. So, just coming back, uh, you've worked as an industrial chemist. You said for about 17. Oh years. yeah, 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 yeah. And so, what was it that? Uh, I mean, obviously, you were uh, not enjoying it. So, when you made the decision to exit that career, what was the next stage for you? Well, next stage for me, I, uh, I. I had brought a restaurant and a hotel. Okay. Because I, in I Ipswich? Just, in Ipswich, yeah, right. Hotel Cecil and okay. Collier's Restaurant. I um, just enjoyed uh, being around people. Right. And, um, I used to, um, one of the tricks I used in the restaurant was um, um, I'd know a lot about my customer. Mm-hmm. It's about customer service. That's never changed. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I've used the same skills in council here to, it's, to, to focus on people, mm-hmm. no matter who they are. If the, the Pope comes to visit me, Priest William, whoever it is, I treat everybody the same. Right. And and I think that that's the key to life, you know, mm-hmm. that no person is better than anyone else and no person in your community should lift a notice. But, I, you know, I'd take people's photo and send it to them 
I'd, um, well, this know, is in the restaurant. Oh, right? in the restaurant. I, right. I can do magic tricks. If you want me to do oh, a magic really? trick, I so can. So obviously I'll cuisine, weird. Good, good traditional Italian food? No. I, well, what I wanted to do when I really wanted to make pop, I'd bring mum in as a celebrity chef. Okay. Know, and um, she'd grab everybody by the ear and the cheek and make right. them eat. And, um, okay. It was real novelty. So we had the Italian nights and the Spanish yeah. nights. Okay. Um, you know, the Fitzgerald Inquiry night, because Ipswich was the only city that not named in the Fitzgerald Inquiry. Right. So we made a, a fun night out of that. So, okay. In in life and in business, if you don't enjoy coming to work, sure, you know you're not going to perform. Yeah. So what I've done in council is try to create an environment here where people enjoy coming to work. Mm-hmm. It gets tough sometimes, mm-hmm. but that doesn't stop us from enjoying and supporting mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. And so, at what point did you uh, get the desire to? You'd obviously been working in the community, no, and getting yeah. a lot of satisfaction from it. I was enjoying life. Right. I was enjoying life. Don't remind me, but I had my own restaurant. Right. Uh, the hotel was going well. Everything was going well. But yeah. I'd go to the council with some ideas. Okay. And one was to um, buy the Swan Bank site and because it was offered to me and Westphaland, which were fantastic sites left over from the mining industry for a dollar. Uh-huh. I went to council and they told me to go away. Right. Every time I got a good idea, I went to council tell me to go away. You know, it wins and everybody says, stop whinging about it. If you want to change the city, go do it. Right. And I said, no, no, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. But then in 91, I decided to run for council and I was mm-hmm. elected. Mm-hmm. And that's when it all changed. Right. I set up the Office of Economic Development. It's only a small thing. Now it's the, the biggest portfolio. Mm-hmm. And um, that Swan Bank site that the council knocked back for a dollar mm-hmm. is probably worth about $400 million. Right, now. wow. And, uh, but I was able to get the Westphalen site okay. that's run by the unemployed people down 76 hectares and that's mm-hmm. going really well and there's a lot of community activities going mm-hmm. well. In actual fact, when council brought the site of my old restaurant, I made sure that the, the building was restored down at Westphalen and it's been used for Indigenous programs now. Okay, so okay, great. everything's going well. And so do you think back in 91 you had in your mind that your intention was to become mayor? No. So what, no. Was, your, what was your vision My intention was just to create jobs for Ipswich. I've right. always been focused on jobs. Um, in actual fact, um, in 1994 um, I was just running and then the, the Labor Party approached me to run for mayor mm-hmm. and I didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. But I finally did it and um, it all went pear-shaped because mm-hmm. The Labor Party had sacked the mayor. They wouldn't listen to what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not the Labor Party of officials and the party itself. It was just a few individuals mm-hmm. where um, the Labor Party had a 35% swing against it. So I, I, I've got two records, one to lead the Labor Party, the worst defeat they've ever had in the history of the city. Right. And my last three elections as an independent they have the strongest vote ever mm-hmm. by an independent in Australia by eighty five percent. So that's that's happened in three elections. Fantastic, and, and it just goes to show what's really important. Mm-hmm. And if people say to me about you know the minor parties poorly enhanced, she's been elected, and everybody should get behind her. Mm-hmm. Then at the end of the day, people are getting sick of mainstream politics mm-hmm. because they're not focusing. You got these wankers in Canberra telling people they can't start meetings with a prayer. Mm-hmm. You can't wish Merry Christmas. You can't do this. Well, I've never found any migrant mm-hmm. who doesn't who who's, is upset by it, mm-hmm. who is offended by it. What people want is a city and a country that everybody celebrates different religions: Chinese mm-hmm. New Year, Ramadan, Festival of Light. You name it. Let's celebrate it. Mm-hmm. Let's. Uh, we are one people. We are one people. And what we do in Ipswich, we're 117 different nationalities speaking 84 different languages, but we're one Ipswich. Mm-hmm. And when I do citizenships, I tell them, be part of Ipswich, be part of Australia, but never forget your culture. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm proud of my Sicilian culture. Sure. I wish I could. They tell me about the mafia, but I'm not allowed to use those tactics here in right. council. <laughs> Otherwise, I could fix it up very quickly because um, the system doesn't allow it. But we have a few laughs, but we've brought um, 
success of Ipswich now is everybody's working together. Mm-hmm. And it sounds to me as though you've been able to drive a tremendous amount of culture change within um, council and, and obviously within the broader community. Yeah. But I'm interested, I mean, here you are, you're running a successful small business. Yeah. You're master of your own destiny in many respects. Coming into the culture at that time, you know, what, what were the kind of things that you were facing that were yeah. immediately apparent that needed uh, to be changed? Yeah, well, okay, this is how it all happened. Uh, after I'm um, setting up a small office of economic development. I looked at the city and I was, we were very strong in coal mining and the woolen mills and the railway workshops. And I knew that in 10 years' time, those industries weren't going to be there. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do now to compensate, you know, demographic shift and what mm-hmm. we can do? So I looked around the world and, and, um, and I said, well, information technology mm-hmm. is the way to go. And everybody mm-hmm. thought it was a bit crazy. So in 94, we set up our own ISP, mm-hmm. Global Infolinks, mm-hmm. and we became the first council in Australia, the first Sydney Australia to set up our own ISP, Gill. Mm-hmm. And um, we gave everybody at every school in the region free internet connection. Mm-hmm. Um, in those days, no one even had an email address or knew what the internet was all about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I always relate a funny story. There's a lady come up to me when we were giving sessions about the internet and she said, you're destroying the city. We'll never use this. Right. And I said, what do you like doing? She said, I like, I like make plum puddings. I said, well, how's the internet going to help me? So I took it to a computer and I showed her how to get recipes right. for free right, all around the world. Right. Plum puddings, Christmas cakes. Well, what happened then for the next four years, every month I'd get a plum pudding or a Christmas cake. <laughs> but it taught me to teach people how you use the tool. Mm-hmm. And that's what businesses are starting to learn now because, you know, the taxi industry didn't change and Uber Mm-hmm. surface because, you know, Google is starting to take over and it won't be the first. So my advice to businesses is look at technology and be prepared to change. Mm. Council, I'm a mayor now, but I can tell you the role of mayor today compared to back in 91 is totally different. Mm-hmm. Back then you you fix a pothole and curb and channeling, bark and dogs, everybody's laughing. Mm-hmm. Now you've got to be innovative. Mm-hmm. We've set up a lot of companies here now. Um, We've um, now really got involved when we took out the title for the seventh most intelligent community. No other Australian city's ever done that. Mm-hmm. We were very proud. But I make humour of it. I say whoever started that rumour about Ipswich being two-head city, I want right. to thank them. Right. I want to give them the key to the city because it made us twice as smart as everybody else. I thought so. Tasmania owned that one. Yeah, I know that, but we're happy to uh, be twice as smart. But, you know, we've learned to laugh at ourselves. Yeah. Um, our kids are proud to say they, they come from Ipswich now. No mm-hmm. one would say the residents didn't have confidence. The first thing we did, we came up with a pride pin. The pride in the city now is is, is record. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves the city and that's the key. Once people are pride, have pride, you know, it just goes, I'm now taken over this year as a president of Rotary, so I'm mm-hmm. looking at changes in Rotary. Sure. The, Rotary's not going to survive unless they change. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, I've got, um, we've already doubled the size of our membership. We're starting to now be relevant. We're looking at health of the community and a whole range of things so our members can be part of it. Mm-hmm. So that's all I do is try to, as mayor, delegate as much work and bring the community with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, essentially is leading the team who are implementing a lot of this uh, into the community. You know, how, how are you able to uh, get the team engaged as passionately as you in terms of driving new technology and taking ownership. Yeah, I, look, I'm very happy. I, 
the, the political arm and the operational arm are aligned. Mm-hmm. Uh, myself and the CEO work very closely together, but I surround myself with smart people. I've got some fantastic stuff. Mm-hmm. My PA and my executive officer, Ben, they tell me <laughs> that the city runs better when I go away. Right. So, and I believe that. Sure. I believe that because my job is to be out there marketing the city. Mm-hmm. I'm really like a marketing manager to to look at the ideas that I can find around the world. I've, I've just been put on a... Oh, an intelligent board in New York. Mm-hmm. In September, I'm flying to China. They've uh, on to be a speaker in in one of the world's leading um, smart cities. How to make smart people. The thing of it, it's about engagement mm-hmm. and it's about empowering. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you do all that, I've got the whole community, the churches coming together, the business community, the educators coming together as their city. Mm-hmm. We all share the same responsibility, as what I said in the beginning. And um, Ipswich now is 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 a leading light with master plan communities at Springfield, um, at Ripley Valley, mm-hmm. and everywhere we go, uh, people know that we've got to be innovative. Mm-hmm. Eco Ripley's about what are we going to do about sustainability? What are we going to do about the future? What are we going to do about technology? And all the chambers of commerce are working together. The churches are working together. So I, I think that everybody had their own little patches, mm-hmm. but that's not what makes a city. And to me that... You know, uh, countries don't make cities, cities make countries. Mm-hmm. And what makes a city is strong people. Mm-hmm. Now, I can build roads and and uh, buildings, and, but that doesn't make a city. What I've introduced, and we saw it in the 74 floods and the 2011 floods, care and compassion. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of care and compassion. We've got the Mayor's Community Fund, the house burns down, we're there. We've got all the different organisations there to support people that need help. Mm-hmm. And the bottom line is that no person should go unnoticed. And everybody should be helping each other. Mm-hmm. It sounds to me as though uh, you are very much looking at what's happening globally uh, in uh, other cities for inspiration about what yeah. to do here. Are there particular cities that do set lots of things well, or do you find that you're picking up, you know, a, yeah. a seed of an idea from here and another seed from an idea there? And I think so on? it's it's a bit of both. I think that the most important thing I like to. Um, it's just got to be Ipswich. It'll never copy any other city. But what it will do is pick up ideas and then nurture them and mm-hmm. develop them for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always say that my job is to find some of these ideas and start the seed. Mm-hmm. You look at, um, if I can relate it into in terms of rugby league, and I use this example when I speak to people, that right. a good rugby league player will do everything the coach tells them. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, the coach will say, well done, you tackled hard, you played hard. An exceptional player will predict two moves ahead. Mm-hmm. So they are there, um, will move the game two, three moves and score. The Elfie Langers, the yep. Wally Lewis, sure. all those. What makes a good city and a great city exactly the same? You mm-hmm. can plot along and follow other cities mm-hmm. or you can predict where cities are going. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did with Global Infolinks. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing with Fire Station 101. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing with information technology. That's what we're doing with all the schools. We're creating a city for the future. Mm-hmm. So we've predicted. So what happened to us? And as I explained before, we were going to lose our coal mining. When the last coal mine closed in Ipswich, no one made a peak because mm-hmm. we created all these other industries. We created 14 industrial parks. We've got a logistics centre where TNT, DB Shanker, Northline have established there. We've created um, Swan Bank Industrial Park. So all these job generators have happened mm-hmm. and no one has missed the traditional industries. Mm-hmm. We'll respect them. But we replaced them and we did it beforehand because if I had have waited till the last coal mine to close and start then, we would have been dead. So and we, and we, how so, have you found being able to build Ipswich as a destination for commerce? Uh, you've 
achieved tremendous things in that regard. What uh, other than information technology as being a key driver, what are some of the other initiatives? People didn't realise our position. Right. We're right here at Ipswich. We're in the middle of three international. My mate Johnny Wagner up there at Wellcamp. How yeah. good is that? I've got the, the the Brisbane Airport, which is 50 minutes away. They've got the Legacy Way that mm-hmm. they've just put in, which I call the Brisbane Bypass, and I've got the Gold Coast International mm-hmm. Airport. From Ipswich is the right, the centre of southeast Queensland. Mm-hmm. This is a position. Bombardia, a $4.4 billion development in regards to all the New trains for Queensland are happening here. Mm-hmm. The Dusitani Resort, the largest tourism attraction and investment in the country's history, is happening here. Mm-hmm. But I've been to all those places in Singapore, in Thailand, to say congratulations mm-hmm. and to make sure I pick up other ideas. So all those major industries are starting to see because of our position. Mm-hmm. Brisbane needs Ipswich more than Ipswich needs Brisbane. If we don't pull our weight and become a solution in southeast Queensland and create uh, residential development to take the extra population to mm-hmm. create the jobs, our capital will become congested. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. why we've got the Council of Mayors. We all work together because it's not about Ipswich, it's about southeast Queensland and the destination. I'll tell you what, Ipswich is going to right. We're, we're part of a solution in southeast Queensland. Put simply, Sydney, Parramatta, Blue Mountains. Right. Brisbane, Ipswich, Toowoomba. Sure. It's the same scenario. Yep. John Wagner, I salute mm-hmm. you. He did he did everything he did in Toowoomba mm-hmm. without federal funding. Mm-hmm. Well done, John. Oh, amazing accomplishment. Again, he is a good bloke too. He, he is, definitely. and he cares for the community. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, uh, as your uh, city has grown and and as uh, your career has unfolded, when you've been looking at your own skills, what are some of the uh, areas that you've felt you've needed to work very proactively on personally in order to continue to lead in the way that you want to? Um, my uh, main thing of leadership is to create partnerships, mm-hmm. go out and create friends of the friends of Ipswich. I've got a lot of business people, the Gambaro's family, for example, mm-hmm. at, at Caxton Street. People say, why do you spend so much time there? Well, they're always investing in Ipswich. They're mm-hmm. always supporting me when I need it. Mm-hmm. And so you like uh, new grow. We've got uh, Roy Wilson there. He's just taken out the entrepreneur for Queensland because mm-hmm. he gets involved in the community. Mm-hmm. His business is just unbelievable. So, you know, we've got Switch on a group of, um, you know, Ben, my executive officer, he's part of Switch on the, the young people executives. I've mm-hmm. created all these environmental things mm-hmm. so I can sit back and just keep directing the traffic and find new opportunities. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the secret of Ipswich. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, mate, I've had people, off, you know, the salary I get is for me, I can tell you to work 24-7, not have a holiday in 10 years. Sure. Is not, you're not there for the money. No. And I've had people offer me um, uh, massive salaries to go work for them mm-hmm. or to start being on boards. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I, I started a job. And the reason I'm staying is because I gave the people of Ipswich a commitment. I could have gone into state politics, federal politics and run for the Senate. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. I made a commitment to Ipswich. I'm going to finish the job and I just um, love what I do and I'm not going to change. Mm-hmm. So how do you know when the job's finished? Um, that's a, that's a, probably the $60 million question. You know, to me that um, when do you know when to pass the reins? I'm, I'm looking at... Um, a secession plan. I think any uh, business person or manager that doesn't have a secession plan is letting the city down. Mm-hmm. To me, that um, I'm working with my councillors, I'm working with the community to hopefully mm-hmm. that secession plan. I'm 65 this year, so mm-hmm. I've got to know that I can't be there forever mm-hmm. and I don't want to be there forever. Mm-hmm. But I want to make sure that I put in place the leaders mm-hmm. that are necessary to take it forward. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be Mayor of Ipswich, you can show me some care and compassion. Right. You can show me some leadership skills. 
Come and talk to me. Uh-huh. And are you seeing uh, a good suite of talent out there that you're excited about? Yeah. Oh, you look, there's, there's always people who are good mm-hmm. at business. There's, mm-hmm. there's um, to um, have people who are dedicated and to give up your life to be mayor of Ipswich mm-hmm. like seven days a week. It's it's a it's a job that starts at six o'clock in the morning and finishes eleven o'clock every mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. You do your work during the week, but on weekends you got all the community groups. At mm-hmm. nighttime you got the community groups. They want you. The school kids want you. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, you know, I have fights with my PA. She said, "Do you know how to say no?" Right. And you know who do you let down? Sure. Or do you destroy yourself? Mm-hmm. So you know, there's a, there's a happy compromise there, but. I'll, I've got, um, you know, the staff that are now starting to share the load with mm-hmm. me and it's, it's great, but my biggest problem is every time they share the load, I go find another job, right. which, is, which is worse. So. Uh, and so, so if working those many hours and, you know, as a 60-something-year-old, uh, yeah. I mean, how do you keep enough petrol in the tank? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, no doubt it... it uh, I get tired. Yeah, I'm sure. I get tired, but I've also got MS, multiple sclerosis. Okay. And when I got that, they told me to find a job with no long hours and, right. and um, no stress and, and I'm keeping going there. We set up a, a group now with other people with MS that mm-hmm. saying live, living positively with MS. Mm-hmm. The only advice I give people is that it helps me take my mind off it. Mm-hmm. There's days I, you know, get tired. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I, I think that by being positive, mm-hmm. is that when you get um, any sort of um, challenges in life through, through medical and, and diseases, mm-hmm. my advice is to people: don't let your mind destroy you. Mm-hmm. Don't let, like during the election, I got my opponent was just a just a nasty, nasty person. There's nothing else to describe. And I've never spoken bad about anybody, but this bloke actually needs help. Mm-hmm. He, um, what he's done to my staff, what he's done to my daughter, what he's done to other things, but he'll never see it until the courts of law deal with him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that you can't let those people get in your head. Mm-hmm. As my lawyer says, you're good at what you do, we're good at what we do, get him out of your head, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll deal with him. Right. So you've, you've, you've learnt that. So from my point of view, this is a city that belongs to everybody mm-hmm. and um, I hope that when I hang up my boots that... Um, I'll always be involved in the city still mm-hmm. um, and um, go back to what I wanted to do, you know, mm-hmm. just enjoying some of the community organisations and, and enjoying the city that I helped create. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the um, the main audience who listens to this podcast are people who are aspiring to achieve their fullest potential yeah. professionally, uh, typically within commerce or not-for-profits and so on, just in terms of general uh, uh Lessons that you've learned along the way that you've yeah. been able to apply. Yeah, what what would some of those? Be? Oh, look, the best thing is don't think you could have to do everything on your own. Mm-hmm. You know, when you seek advice, you know, I have people, you know, coming to me all the time looking for mentors, and I sit down with people and give them some of my time. When people say, "Can I? Can you help me, please?" The five key words they're the best things you can ever learn. Mm-hmm. I've never said, found anybody. That said no to those, and I'm talking about key people, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, some of the people I've met, um, Prince William came here. We had a great time, right? You know, first thing I said to him, I've had every part of my body searched because of you, right? I want to enjoy this experience. So he started <laughs> laughing. So we slapped each other on the back, and we had a great time for right. an hour. Yeah, you know, other people are so nervous for people like mm-hmm. that, and I'll never forget the first person to come along. She was just sitting there and. Looking at him, and then, oh, no, here we go. And she said, oh, Prince William, you and I have got something in common. And I'm thinking, oh, she's looking up there, smiling at it. And he said, oh, what would that be? And he said, we're getting married on the same day. And quick as a face, he goes, you invite me to your wedding and I'll invite you to mine. Right. And um, we started laughing and, and joking. But to those leaders out there, don't think that leadership is about a position. Mm-hmm. Don't think that what you've got is a, 
is a direction and a boss. You know, be a team. Create a team, create the environment that everybody in your organisation feels your passion. Mm-hmm. Create an environment where you're respectful of people. You know, create an environment that you lead by example, you know, and don't be the person that just tries to get out there and don't forget, make it fun to come to work, mm-hmm. that people want to come and work for you because mm-hmm. if they don't and they feel like that, that they say something out of place that you're going to jump down their throat, they won't enjoy and you're not going to extract the best out of the people. Mm-hmm. And and my job is to extract the best out of every person that works for me mm-hmm. and um, and hopefully they get better jobs and they enjoy what they're creating. Mm-hmm. It sounds as though one of your skills is being able to build great teams. When you're looking at people to bring into your team, what are the sort of attributes uh, that you are specifically uh, mindful well, well, I'll give you a good example with my, my executive officer, Ben. Ben, right. ben. You know, with Ben, he um, started working for me and... Um, so you knew him prior to joining uh, Yeah, no, but only from an IT point of view. But okay. um, he's now reassured me that, you know, when he was stationed in the Middle East, it was safer being in the Middle East than working in the mayor's office. Right. Because um, we have people shooting missiles at us all the time. Right. And it, but they're only a small percentage. Sure. And, um, you know, he is now um, like a, a, a rock. Mm-hmm. Right? He's very uh, meticulous and he keeps me level-headed. Mm-hmm. Um, from our point of view, that we've got, um, you know, a defence city. We've uh, created, a, you know, a lot of environments here. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just think that what we've created here is something of a legacy that whoever takes over mm-hmm. is going to have to have, um, work hard to maintain it. Mm-hmm. So, but it's mm-hmm. good. Okay. We set a high standard for the city. So just coming back to uh, you noticed some attributes in people that you uh, then say, I want them as part of my team. And then what are some of the ways that you foster them in order to achieve their greatest potential oh, for you? The thing about it, you can't. Um, one thing I learned about when the uh, restaurant industry going back there, I um, started the restaurant industry and I, I went through a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and I finally said to my manager, I said, what is wrong with these people? Mm-hmm. And she said, look in the mirror. Right. And from that day on I realised that everybody wants to get to point A. Mm-hmm. But I go to point A a different way than Ben would go. Mm-hmm. So you've got to allow people to get to point A their way mm-hmm. and not tell them your way. Mm-hmm. So the most important thing in life is to extract the best out of people but allow them to have the leadership skills of their own mm-hmm. and that when you employ someone, don't employ someone and then tell them how to do their job. Mm-hmm. Right? You've got to allow them to do their own job and they'll flourish. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you've got... You're trying to employ yourself all the time, mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm, won't work. Mm-hmm. I think Macquarie Bank used to call that freedom within boundaries. Mate, the, la- the last thing you want is about ten porpoises. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's enough that I've got to live with him. Right, and I suppose anybody who's thinking about stepping into your shoes would be saying, "Wow, that they're, they're big shoes to fill." You yeah, know? I, I think so. But you, whoever takes over as the next mayor, they'll have mm-hmm. their own style. Mm-hmm. You know, my style was right for the occasion. So I'll be positioning Ipswich that will need a different sort of leader mm-hmm. to take it forward, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know what that leader is because, you know, we'll know when I, when I leave the city. But, you know, to me that, you know, I'm no angel. Mm-hmm. I can tell you my, some of the things I did when I was a kid and my past, you know, that, that's just dumb, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I don't judge people yeah. by, you know, because everybody's got good in them. You know, I, I probably could have gone one way where I could probably be the best, um, you know, criminal in the country, mm-hmm. you know, if I put my thoughts and minds to it. Sure. But I decided to put my mind to good. Right. And it's those mentors you meet along the way mm-hmm. that, you know, 
that help you. I've now, um, you know, when I'm busy, I'm a patron of 56 organisations mm-hmm. and I love getting involved in those organisations, giving them strength. I'm now with Rotary trying to change the way Rotary thinks to become relevant. So newspapers, businesses, councils, we're all in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Either you change and become relevant or die. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, it's exactly the same. So don't history. worry about out there. Like, uh, I've taken the city in the last 12 years to increase the value by a billion dollars a year. Mm-hmm. A billion. If I work for private enterprise, they give me a trip around the world. Sure. Um, they give me a pay increase, but I work as mayor of the city. All you mm-hmm. get is an uppercut, so don't worry about it. <laughs> One of the things I'm interested in is what you've done for the Ipswich Art Gallery. Yes. Uh, making that Australia's most visited art gallery, yeah. which seems completely, you know, unexpected and bizarre. For Ipswich, yeah. That's right. I know, well, yeah. Uh, so tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, that was one of my passions. Um, economic development is one thing, but mm-hmm. art gallery is your heart and soul. Mm-hmm. And this year in the budget I've actually brought the old Willow Mills at North Ipswich, and mm-hmm. that's going to be a massive art precinct. Okay. And I just think that art and culture and heritage and history is what makes who we are. Mm-hmm. And um, whilst we're developing a city... I don't want to be Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Brisbane's our capital. I respect our capital and we'll continue. Ipswich is going to be an identity of our own. We're mm-hmm. going to respect our heritage. I've just signed hundreds of certificates this morning for the Heritage Awards. Okay. So we're rewarding people. <coughs> Excuse me. So the most important thing is to make sure that you're creating a city where everybody mm-hmm. and unfortunately the arts has been one of those things that people never, ever saw was profitable. Right. And to me, I saw the value in right. the arts. And I see the value in um, the heritage. I see the value in a lot of other areas of the mm-hmm. city. And it means taking a, a balanced community forward. So you're going to see some magnificent things happening. I mm-hmm. want more street art. I want more young kids involved in our in our uh, street art programs. We've done um, um, the, the Baptist Church. We brought the Baptist Church with Studio 188. It's a mm-hmm. recording studio now okay. for kids and right. to go up there to see all the the activity of young people, okay. they're our future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in the commerce, commerce side, Fire Station 101 seems hey. to be a, uh, developing the young entrepreneurs. Yeah, well, when we had the Fire Station, that people thought I was crazy when I said about Fire Station 101. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went to Chicago and I saw Chicago 1871 where they developed a, a, a program to nurture young people and ideas. Mm-hmm. And I said, we've got to have that. Mm-hmm. And now we've got about 38 people up there with ideas, mm-hmm. turning them into businesses. And it's working better. So I saw the idea, but I didn't do the same. Mm-hmm. I developed it for Ipswich, and now it's it's happening, and it's it's great. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and uh, you're obviously somebody who loves your technology. I see you've got an iWatch on. Oh, uh, well, what's uh, what's your favourite bit of sexy technology at the moment you use professionally? I think um, uh, uh, Facebook and Twitter and YouTube. I always say the joke that look, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube are coming together this right. year, and they're going to call it UTwitface. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> yeah, so, but I just think I can get a message out instantaneously. Right. Yeah. I, I, yesterday I was visiting um, Century Batteries. Right. They produce 1.2 million batteries in our city. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all produce locally. And I got to start encouraging with my industry visits. But when I visit a factory, I can put up in my Facebook mm-hmm. and, you know, I can get 5,000 people. Sure. So I've got nearly 15,000 likes. So mm-hmm. to do videos, it might go out to 200,000 people. Mm-hmm. So you've got to educate people. Mm, technology, what people have got to realise, technology is not the be-all and end-all. It's mm-hmm. a tool. Mm-hmm. The most important thing is people, and we never have got to stop that human communication, mm-hmm. that face-to-face like you, you and I are doing now mm-hmm. where I can talk. You know, we, we haven't rehearsed this. We just got together and I'm just showing you what's in my heart. Yeah. And when I speak, I tell people, 
you know, that um, uh, mayor doesn't mean blame me for everything. Right. Right. Everybody thinks that. There's people's in the paper today trying to get me to fix up the, the poker machine legislation, this right. legislation. There's too many legislations. We've got to start using common sense. Mm. People have got to work together. The biggest mistake politicians make, they spend 100% of their time dealing with about 10% of the people that winch. Mm-hmm. They bring down budgets to get re-elected, mm-hmm. and I'm seeing that happening mm-hmm. in the last federal election. Mm-hmm. I spend 100% of my time dealing with 90% of the good people mm-hmm. who don't whinge, who don't complain. Mm-hmm. The other 10% can go jump. Right. You want to work with the city, I will listen to you. You want to complain and whinge and write letters to the paper, getting up me, getting up the city, mm-hmm. saying you don't want to live here, mm-hmm. we'll shift. Yeah. You don't want to be – if you're not happy with your city – Leave. Mm-hmm. I want to work with the people who love here. I can't make the standards of Ipswich. Mm-hmm. I can't change legislation. I'm just the mayor mm. that was elected to lead the city. They can either join, jump on the train and be part of a great city mm-hmm. and help nurture the city they want. If you've got a great idea, come and talk to me. You want to whinge? Go talk to your phone booth or something. Sure. You know, don't talk to me because I don't want to hear you. I've never, ever responded to a letter to the editor. Mm-hmm. You want to ring me up, talk to me, come and have a coffee with me, I'll be there. Mm-hmm. You want to sit down with me and talk about how we can improve things, I'm there. Mm-hmm. You want to just whinge for the sake of whinging, go talk to your hand. Right. You know, because go get a therapist. I don't want to know. Yeah, right. go get a therapist. That's right. exactly right. Sure. And, you know, the, the majority of people are coming with me, mm-hmm. you know, and I get up publicly and tell people, if you don't like the raft noise, leave. Mm-hmm. If you don't like the city, leave. Please, let's all engage. Mm-hmm. We have a responsibility together. Mm-hmm. To make this, and the other thing I'll never say that Ipswich is better than any other city. What I will say is that Ipswich will do everything it can to be the best city it can be, mm-hmm. because you know that we have to do that. Mm-hmm. People look at boundaries. I don't look at boundaries. People drive around Tasmania for a tourist experience. Mm-hmm. No one drives around Tasmania saying, "I wonder who the mayor is here. I wonder who the state sure. member is." They don't give a rat's. Yeah. What we've got to do is southeast Queensland is mm-hmm. our southeast Queensland, mm-hmm. and we're going to all work together through mm-hmm. the council of mayors mm-hmm. to make it the best it can be. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. And you mentioned uh, that at some point you'll be uh, looking to move on to the next stage of your career. Yeah. You know, uh, if well, at whatever point that that happens, what kind of things are you excited about? Um, I, I don't know. I enjoy. I do a lot of public speaking. Mm-hmm. I believe that um, some of the knowledge I've got, maybe I'll. I'll I've thought about you know writing books, but not the boring books about myself. Right. The, the books about what we what real leadership's about. Mm-hmm. The books that why I'm going to China and talking to them about smart communities. Mm-hmm. You know why I spend a lot of time with the Sushi organisation, the Buddhist community, and all the different organisations. You know religions. Everybody says about religion, and I say this: it's like water is steam, hot water, mm-hmm. running water, ice. Mm-hmm. Well water, river water, flood water, which I don't like talking about, but it's all the same water, sure. H2O. Yeah. The same with love mm-hmm. and religion. You know, it doesn't matter what shape it comes in. Mm-hmm. It's got the same meaning. It's about mm-hmm. care and compassion. Mm-hmm. You know, but, um, I've got uh, a lot of young kids are getting um, disillusioned on churches because they haven't changed, mm-hmm. whereas Mark Edwards out there at City Hope. Mm-hmm. He does unbelievable. His father was Salu Edwards, mm-hmm. who was the Deputy Premier of the state, and Mark gets it. He knows you go in there and um, there's a lot of activity, a lot mm-hmm. of church, a lot of young people. Great music. And, great music, and but they care. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be partnering with Rotary to do some things. Mm-hmm. The issue for me is that um, 
I visit a lot of churches mm-hmm. and I won't name any, but you walk in and the people that are welcome you, mm-hmm. take you down, make you feel fantastic. Mm-hmm. Others, you walk in, sit down, and someone's looking at you. You're sitting in my spot. Mm. You know, I've been sitting there for 50 years. You know, go find somewhere else to mm-hmm. sit. And I'm thinking, is that church? Mm-hmm. Church is not Sunday. Church is mm-hmm. how your your congregation operates seven days a week. Mm-hmm. A city is how respectful and welcoming we are. Mm-hmm. The refugees, we had a, a welcome refugees. You know, these people cry. No mm-hmm. one's ever welcomed them. Mm-hmm. The way we treat our refugees and migrants are going to mm-hmm. change in my mm-hmm. city because I'm not going to be that person that's not welcoming. Mm. And some of the things I hear mm. from, you know, Australians, it, it appalls me. But I blame some of the bureaucrats mm. that keep telling people you can't say a prayer because it might offend someone. You can't wish people Merry Christmas. That's just rubbish. Mm-hmm. No one's offended. Mm-hmm. No one's offended. They want us, everybody, to celebrate as one nation. Mm-hmm. Oh, shouldn't say one nation. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Pauline, for taking your punchline. Well, I mean, it's obvious why you, you've got such a fantastic repu- uh, reputation as an inclusive mayor. And oh, I like I, it. Can, I can see why people are so proud of what's happening here. Yep. Uh, my last question before I let you get on with your day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we've talked a lot about your work and we've talked a lot about uh, your views on leadership and so on, but what's uh, Paul like to do when he's not working? What are the kind of things that uh, keep you uh, fresh and, and full <laughs> of vigour? I've started trying to get to the gym, which I feel okay. guilty when I don't because I, I think that health of a person and we'll be working with the Hospital Foundation mm-hmm. and the hospitals and Rotary to get the whole community because people put their head in the sand and say, you know, we're, we're not a, an obese city, we're not this, but every city in mm-hmm. Australia needs to improve their health sure. of the community. So that's one thing I'd like to work on. Mm-hmm. Uh, myself personally, um, I don't have enough spare time for right. myself and uh, that's one of the things I'm looking at. I, I've started using golf. Okay. Um, people think I'm trying to win, but I, just with MS, when you hit that little ball, right? I'm actually going to um, get. A, I've got mere porpoisali balls, but my next ball is going to have. If you find this ball, please hit it better than the last person. So, <laughs> but I, I now using golf to relax. Yeah. But more importantly, I can combine it with business. Yeah. So business person wants to see mm-hmm. me. I say, do you play golf? Mm-hmm. And I say, well, let's have nine holes of golf. Yeah. And we talk about business, but we have a laugh mm-hmm. and, and hit the ball around. So, I'm enjoying that. And the good thing about golf is that unlike all the blokes who are getting into being middle-aged men in Lycra, you don't have to shave your legs. No, you don't have to. Mate, I'll get that. <laughs> you just got to wear funny clothes. Yeah, you, funny clothes <laughs> and, and um, pretend you hit the ball. But it, um, I just enjoy golf. I've yeah. enjoyed golf and I've enjoyed um, meeting people through mm-hmm. golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the most important thing that we all can give is, um, you know, caring about others. I, I would like to um, spend more time, you know, with um, – I said to Rotary this morning, look, we're going to have our kids' Christmas party. But let's combine. We know some people who are not going to have a Christmas, mm. so we'll get those kids to come to our Christmas mm-hmm, party. Mm-hmm. So, you know, care and compassion. I just think that what you give out comes back a hundredfold. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I just think be a giving community and, and be a caring community. The rest will follow. And I'm just, um, I went through one of the worst um, investigations through um, um, political just just bastards. Mm-hmm. Can't say it anymore. Mm-hmm. And. Um, you know, uh, what I went through, my family went through, was cleared 100%. Mm-hmm. The, the way the, some sections of the media treated me and my family was terrible. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I had to listen to investigators asking me, why do I help the community? Mm. You know, I thought it was my job. I didn't know it was a crime. Mm. Why do I help businesses make profit? Mm. Well, if they don't make profit, they can't employ people and they can't invest in the community. I just thought all those things were were things that I was supposed to do, not mm. criminal. But, you know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, I survived it all and... Mm. 
to have um, the worst, um, you know, attack on me and mm-hmm. for the community to come out and give me 85%, mm-hmm. you can't ask for any mm. better present than that. Absolutely. I mean, it, the, the the people uh, speak to The people that. know me. That's right. The people know me. They know I'm not corrupt. They know that mm-hmm. I don't uh, just care for myself, that mm-hmm. all, I set up all these things for the floods, not for myself but for them. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they... The partnership I have with the community is because I'm out there all the time, whether mm-hmm. I'm reading books to the kids and having fun. But I do have fun. I joke around. You know, sometimes Ben tries to pull me in because I shouldn't be doing that. That's not <laughs> what a mayor does, but right. I, I still do it. Sure. Well, oh. actually, I have a young man who works for me yeah, and yeah. he was at a party and you were at the party yeah, and you yeah, said yeah. that uh, you told the best jokes you'd heard in a oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, you've got to be real. Sure. And that's the final advice. If you're going to start business, you're going to be a leader, you're going to be a person, be real. Don't yeah. be someone you're not. Well, Paul, I really appreciate your time. Thanks very much. Great conversation. Have an excellent afternoon. Thank you. We're shaking hands now. See you later. Okay. Thanks again for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. I'm really looking forward to having you along for future episodes of the Arate podcast. And in the meantime, have a fantastic day.